If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple, Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Young Nap, baby. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the second episode of the Oliver Podcast. It's me and Storm once again. Yes, sir. How y'all doing today, man? Um, Before we get started, I wanted to thank, like, for real, for real, from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank everybody who listened last week, Um, all the positive feedback from friends, family, and, oh, y'all all family, but, you know, y'all know what I mean. Just sure. People that DM'd us with positive feedback, Um, we really did appreciate it. I do want to say a special thank you to the Black Podcast Support Network. Uh, You know, thank, I want to thank you all you guys for... um. Uh, giving us resources and whatnot to better and broaden our audience. So uh, thank you guys on that. Before we get into today's main topic, uh, earlier on my Instagram story, I had posted a um, a video of a man. Uh, a little girl had asked the man to, because um, she they were on a plane, and a little girl asked the man, hey, can I sit? I'd like to see the landing. Can I watch the uh, window seat? And the guy was like... <laughs> He said, this is a perfect time for you to realize that life doesn't always go your way. And then he turned away <laughs> and kept it. So I had uh, comments. I was like, I've actually done this before. And people were like, hold up. You're not just going. You got to tell us a story. So I was like, okay, so here's the story. So 2020, while everybody else was in the house, I was flying back and forth between Virginia and New York State. And on one of those plane rides, uh, this um, Caucasian uh, lady, uh, she just acted First of all, she was in the wrong seat. I, I had the window seat. She's in there. I was like, um, ma'am, this that's my seat. So she was like, okay, you sit here. No, I, I paid for that seat for a reason. I like the window seat. So she moves. Um, you know, the flight is only about an hour. So about an hour in, we were uh, landing. She's like, do you mind if we switch seats? And I just looked at her. Blinked my eyes twice. Smiled. And proceeded to watch the plane land from my window seat because you're not finna play with me. Like, mm. I don't know who you thought you was. You like that, man. But it is what it is. Honestly. Um, okay. So, like I said, thank you guys all for listening. It's not like I'm closing when I said that. But I want to ask you a few things before we get into today's main topic. So, like always, I was on Instagram. And I saw something that left me speechless. That's the word. So, speechless. This lady went on a date with a man, right? Mm-hmm. And on this date, she, um, the guy refused to compliment her. All right. Had dinner with a dude who didn't compliment me once. I thought that was really weird. I haven't spoken to him since. So you go on dates to boost your self-esteem, someone said. At no point was I expecting compliments. The absence of the acknowledgement of my effort just showed me that he might not be attracted to me, which is okay, in parentheses. And even if he is, I still prefer a more vocal partner. Hence, I didn't force him to compliment me. I simply cut him off. Hold up. I'm not dating anyone that 
I'm not dating anyone that I have to tell to compliment me. I'm too self-assured to do that. Affirming me and making me feel like I'm the only girl in the room is a romance 101. That's what I'm accustomed to when I date, and I won't settle just because he ticks other a few other boxes. Okay, so somebody was like, so what, did he not, what, he didn't do something right? Did he not, what else did he not do right? Oh, no, he was actually a perfect gentleman. <laughs> he put my chair, opened doors, listened when I spoke, even sent me a full tank before I left so I could put fill up on my way home. Nah, y'all know how expensive gas is. Facts. Ain't no way we go on a date. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm young. I ain't really that financially savvy. But I'm not filling up your tank. This is recent. This is a recent tweet, too. This ain't something that was... No disrespect, but I'm not doing that either. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not. (laughs) So, yeah, that's... uh, We... She, um... This is what she gets. Yeah, boost to that. We don't like that. You got any thoughts on that? Hmm. Um. Okay. If y'all get triggered, y'all get triggered. I feel like a lot of women nowadays, y'all kind of ask for too much, man. Like, here we go. Okay, let's talk about it. So, I just want to start off by saying not all men are bad bro all of the feminists out here that are just like oh you you remember that movement that they had the kill all men movement little thingy that they was doing you no ne- what was this you never knew about that <laughs> no. bro it's like it's like them hardcore feminists and uh-huh. they're just like oh kill all men but i already know it's gonna be some people out there that oh not one of them he's he's one of those not all men not all men bro okay but y'all do the same thing bro literally here okay so let me give y'all a little example. Let's say I'm, hmm, I don't even know. Yeah, matter of fact, let me, let me just use the same thing. Let's say I'm on a date, right? I uh, I pull your chair for you. I pay the whole bill. You know what I'm saying? I uh, I fill your gas tank up same way he did, and then it's just like, oh. You're still not doing enough. I need a man that's going to do this and do that and do this and do that. Lady, it's the first date. What 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 more could you expect from me? You know what I'm saying? Like, man, y'all got to cut that out, bro. Not everybody is just going to be, you know what I'm saying, so straightforward. Not everybody is looking to get that intimate or that too deep in when it's the first date. It's the first date. Relax. Okay, so let me play devil's advocate for the ladies. I understand, like, okay, so me, I'm the type of dude, if we go on a date and I think you look nice, um, I'm going to be like, you know, you look good. Yeah, you look look nice, right, right. But I acknowledge that. I don't feel like, we not in her shoes, but I just don't feel like that should have been a reason. If you, like you said, he ticked every other box, like he was perfect gentleman, pulled chairs out, Mm. filled your gas tank up. Yeah, that's wild. Depending on what kind of car you got, gas could be $200 to fill up, man. So anyway, he did all that, but because he didn't say something as simple as, hey, you look nice, or uh, him doing all that was the compliment, all right? (laughs) I got a question. Do you think she went out of her way to tell him he looked handsome? Uh, Do you think ladies need to do that? Because I feel like a lot of ladies feel like they don't need to do that. I think they look for it more in gentlemen than men look at it. 
look to look for women to do that. I think you got to know who you're dealing with. And I know that we said it's the first date, but you kind of got to like use your uh, discernment and wisdom and kind of feel out a person. What's the vibe like when y'all first meet? Because, you know, you know, you first meet, hey, hello, how you doing? How was your week or whatever? You know, you do that right. small talk while y'all driving to the date or, you know, waiting for your food, however, whenever your first meeting is. But, um, like me personally, I would like to be told, "Hey, you look nice tonight," or "You yeah. this or you that." But I'm not gonna be upset if I don't get it. Yeah, I'm like, not gonna be going, like, oh, "I'm not going nowhere no more." Right? Just disregard the whole fact that this dude was almost a ten out of ten, and just disregard everything that he did for you. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. You can't. It's like people. Okay, let's say, let's say you went to Disney World, right? You went to Disney World. You ate the best meal of your of your freaking life. And you just got a new car. But then you got a smudge of uh, mud on your new Air Force Ones. You're just going to ignore. You're just not going to acknowledge that everything else just happened and just care about your shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's not that deep, bro. It's not that deep. Like, I, I get it. I get it. But at the same time, it's, it's, it's not that deep. Like, and like, I don't think that. I mean, I guess there are girls that ask for too much quote unquote but at the end of the day let me say i don't think there's anything wrong with having standards but um mm -hmm. i think that a lot of times i and it's just human uh, men and women do it when we little we kids we come up with this idea of the ideal man or the ideal woman or whatever and we grow up thinking you know i'm gonna find a person that ticks all these boxes and it has been my experience that at this young age i, I i'll say that i don't think that Everybody got some flaws. So you may find your soulmate, the person that you're destined to be with, that only a tick nine out of ten boxes. You're gonna throw that person away just because yeah, they don't they don't apply for the last box that you want. Right. One thing that I've learned in life is that you might get everything that you want, but no matter what you get, there's always gonna be a flaw. Like you rarely come across things where it's like, Oh, this is like a ten out of ten. This is exactly what I wanted. And if you do, good for you. Props to you. Like I think it's human nature. Yeah. People always want more. I think we're greedy, whether it's monetarily, whether it's emotionally, whatever it is. I think just people are just naturally greedy. Mm. Me, honestly, I've never really. I feel like I've always been like a grateful person. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there could have been times where like, you know, I, uh, I wanted more, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, that's normal. But at the same time, I don't think I've always like was one of those people that was just like, oh, this is even if it's like a nine out of 10 or, you know, I'm just going to completely disregard everything else. Like, you know, everything else isn't good. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I've always been like a grateful person for what, what it was that I wanted or needed. You know? I've always been a grateful person, but I will acknowledge that sometimes it can come off as ungratefulness because I'm not vocal about it. Right. So I may really appreciate something, but I'm not I'm not uh, quick to say thank you. And it's not it's not on purpose. It's just I don't know why, but that's something I'm working on as I get older. That's what my mom used to always to like when someone gives you something, say thank you, because I feel like now that we uh when I'm louder that I'm older and I give whether it's a random kid I I don't know or a a kid in my family I, if I give them something I'm expecting a thank you you know show right. some appreciation right. so now I, I I understand how people could possibly feel when I was younger and they would give me things and I just kind of like walk That's away funny. like I was thankful but I just didn't vocalize it yeah I feel that I feel that man. You know, and like I said, that's all, that's honestly all just a part of human nature. I can't really, 
you know, I can't speak for everybody. I know everybody has their own way of like living and everything, which is fine. But um, like I said, me personally, I've always been a grateful person. Um, I feel like I've always acknowledged, the, you know, the things that people do for me. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I just think some people don't have a. I don't know. I just think some people were born with a silver spoon in their mouths. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like not even not even that. I don't want to say born with a silver spoon in their mouths because I'm not only talk, talking about like financial things. But what term can I use for like people that are just like I think greedy. people expect certain things and I think that uh okay. Prime example. Um <laughs> I don't wanna say this. Okay, so uh for my girlfriend's eighteenth birthday, we went out to uh this this restaurant. That's what's important is something her dad said to me. Her dad kinda I hope I, I think he was joking, but it, I kind of took it seriously. He was like, um, he said something along the lines of like, uh, this girl, she, you know, she expects a lot. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> huh? And, uh, I found out what that meant later on. And mm. I didn't have a problem with that. And like, she was very understanding of the fact that like we young and like, I used to always tell her, like, I want to give you the world. But I know that I can't now. But I'll, you know, I'm gonna do my best to make sure that I give you what you want, what I'm able to. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, and apply the pressure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, man, people, people are just like on this earth. You have to realize that everything is not gonna be handed to you. I think that's my main point. I think people on this earth, some people just think that things are just gonna like come to them like this, like the world revolves around y'all, and got to just take into consideration that it don't right the world will never revolve around you you know what i'm saying man it's just it's just that that part of life that everybody needs to realize so when it comes to not even matter of fact let me not even single woman out but men too yeah yeah men we, too we, we gonna get on the you men too because they gonna That's be mad they, they ain't say nothing about the men <laughs> nah, ain't say nothing about- well let's 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 bring that up right now not even well matter of fact let me just say people that everybody you know what I'm saying? Everybody on this on this earth, um, y'all gotta realize, man, that in life, things are not gonna be handed to you unless you're uh, Kim Kardashian or somebody, you know, and you just got it, got it like that. <laughs> but it's not like I said; it's not only for money purposes and stuff like I that. I, you know, I, I, I don't want to cut you off, but it's something that my youth pastor always says. Shout out to uh, Focus. I am Focus on Instagram. Omar Burton Jr. He's a youth pastor. He's youth pastor. He always he came up with this slogan. He's like, if I don't do the natural, God won't do the supernatural. And it's like you can't just people like, oh, I'm gonna get everything that's coming to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, that's how the world works. But you can't just sit around and think, if I sit on this couch for 20 years, magically, I'm gonna get the job of my dreams. I'm gonna get da 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 da. Like, nah, you gotta put some work. In. You that's can't just yeah. Matter of fact, let me let me add on to that a little bit. So. Here's a little here's a little fact about me. I love, 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 love working with kids. You know what I'm saying? I love working with kids. And um recently I just put in an application um to, you know, this program where it's working with kids. Matter of fact, I just came back from a workshop working with kids, but back to the point. Yeah, you was late. I <laughs> uh I pretty much just um I was putting in these applications. I'm like, man, I really want to work with kids. And Here's a little tip for you guys. 
If you ever apply for jobs, bro, please do not apply for something that you are not going to enjoy. Uh, like I said, I've always wanted to work with kids. Mm. Always wanted to work with kids. So me applying say that, for that. Say that again. Don't apply for jobs that you're not going to enjoy. Because I promise you that second week of work, you're going to be like, man, I don't even want to be here anymore. Swear to God. And that's usually how it always goes. But um, yeah, back to my main point. I put in applications. I finally got what I wanted. And it took me like six tries. Like, I remember I was over here a couple of weeks ago with yeah. you and I was putting in applications. I'm like, man, I really hope I get this job. Finally got a call back and they want to do an interview with me, man. Yes, sir. You always got to work. That, is, that deserve a round of applause right there. Everybody, let's give it. Let's give a round of applause. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying, man? But yeah, man, always work for what you want in life. Not like I said, main point. Everybody, everything's not going to be added to you. That's that's my main point. That's my main point. So yes, sir. Yeah. Now, staying on the topic of uh, men and women in relationships, I saw something else that kind of uh, I don't know how I feel about it. So I wanted to get your take on the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me talk see. to me. Talk to me. Okay, so. It says, this man fiance took his 16-year-old daughter to get an abortion, and he found out about it and called off the wedding. <sighs> so, I want to ask you, you the husband, you're yeah. the fiance, you find out that your fiance, your wife-to-be, takes your 16-year-old daughter to get an abortion. What's your next step? Wait, she called off the wedding or he called off no, the wedding? No, he called off. He found out that she took his daughter to get an abortion. He called off the wedding. Oh, I thought you were saying like the day of when it was. Oh, so you're saying like since he found out he didn't want to marry anymore? Yeah, yeah. Wow, man. First of all, this is about to be a very another controversial topic. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. What 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 is my take on this? Um, me personally, man, abortion is such a sensitive topic, so I'm not gonna get into it. I'm just going to talk about the marriage part because, man, I'm, I ain't trying to get into that <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, um, honestly, I don't think that that was... Okay, you said the daughter was 16? Yes. Okay. Sir, I don't know who you are, but if you ever hear this podcast, let me tell you something. I've been around people. Matter of fact, my freshman year of high school, I remember, I'm not going to put no names out there, but I had a friend and she got pregnant at like 15 you know what i'm saying she got pregnant at 15 um she didn't know what to do she was trying to get advice from everybody around the school knowing us none of us had you know had experiences with people getting pregnant before so um you know i just kind of gave her my take i said if you're not ready to have a kid you don't need to have it and that goes for every that goes for everybody so with her only being 16 i am pretty sure my good sir that she was not ready to have that kid I don't think that that was worth you call it. Matter of fact, and another thing, your daughter's action have no, actions have nothing to do with your wife yeah, at all. But you got to take into account the fact that that's her stepchild. That's not her biological child. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. and he found out about it. Some, however, he found out the daughter, nor did the fiance come and say, "Hey, uh, Jerry, um, this this happened. This took place." She. Melissa right. got pregnant and da, da 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 That didn't happen. So he found out instead of being in the loop. Okay. Now, okay. I can understand. I can understand the situation a little bit better. If I wasn't in the loop, I'd be, you know, pretty upset too because I would want my daughter to tell me rather than telling the stepmother. Right, because that's my daughter. At the end of the day, it's, it's not your place to make that 
decision. It's, it's not. It's neither my place or your place to make th- make that decision on whether she has an abortion or not. Because I, you know, she can do it. It's her body. But um, but to to not include me or not like you, you know, know what? At least tell me about it. Like as a stepmother, I feel like she should have been like you know what? I appreciate you. I appreciate you telling me this, but um, I can't. This is something I have to tell your dad. Yeah, man. Um. I I can I can agree with that viewpoint, but it's for me it's fifty fifty. Like I definitely understand that viewpoint, and I I can agree with that as well. But then at the same time, it's like she might be nervous because you got to realize that a woman talking to a woman is going to be a lot more impactful than a yeah, male yeah, figure I, yeah, talking I, I get, to a woman. I get that part, especially your dad, like a daughter and your dad. Yeah, yeah, and even though that not but might might not be her biological mom, she probably might have still felt a little bit more comfortable talking to no and no disrespect because if I let's let's put it like this, if I had a wife, me and my wife got a divorce, I got a step, uh, I got a new wife, I married her, and I already had a daughter, mm-hmm. and she was talking to the stepmom rather than me, you know, it would be a little, eh, but at the same time, would I really feel too bad about it? No, because I understand. Um, now with this situation though it's a tough one like i said i'm 50 50 on it i've i've had my fair share you know uh with young pregnancies and i will tell you well not not, not me personally not me <laughs> not me but like with uh, with the people that i know let me let me just put that out there yeah, guys I, i've I, never I got anybody to, pregnant I, before I'll you to clear that up <laughs> um but yeah i've known i've known people and i will tell you that it's not easy so with her even going out of her way to make that decision. I, I do give the mom, the stepmom, sorry, a lot of respect. No, she definitely get her that. props for that. Yeah, yeah I, I give her a lot of respect because I know dealing with something like that isn't easy. And being a father, you never know what his his choice might have been on that. You might have, he might have, uh, you know, been like, no, like, you're island, you get that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, That's how a lot of parents are. They'll make, yeah. make you have a baby and you're not ready. You know, yeah, man. You. Well, you got to take care of it. Now. I ain't your supposed to be an unbelieving abortion. Right, right. So, I mean, it's like, for me, it's, it's 50-50. I understand from both perspectives. Now, what, what I will say is that the only way I wouldn't agree with the dad side is if he did find out about it and he didn't let her get the abortion. And he was just like, <clears throat> "You gonna raise that kid? You want to make choices like that? You're gonna raise that kid. And, You're not getting an abortion." Like, and while nah, we man. don't we don't know the personality of the father, I feel like that probably was a factor in the decision to not tell dad because he may have been the type of person that's like, "Right, you you gonna take care of this baby? You right. made it. It's, it's your responsibility now." Yeah, man. And we got a lot of problems like that nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think rates have went up um for young pregnancies man rates been going up like yeah rates, 20 right, years yeah, for the past <laughs> 20 years yeah they definitely but i think they've they've like they've been skyrocketing first of all definitely we not, we have it. COVID. we had covid people was locked in they wanted to be around other folks so i mean like sex was kind of like yeah, and i can definitely you know, say like it's like me us being young adults 19 and 20 i feel like i've had a lot of friends and family members you know who who had babies you yeah. know, that's either my age Man, or a couple I, years younger than me in these past couple of years how how much babies we didn't had getting getting brought in from our family bro tons that's all i gotta say listen <laughs> listen you know thing about our family nobody's the youngest for too long <laughs> that's a fact that's that is like literally like so accurate, like the man. two newest babies are actually two days apart that's a fact. One of them is in there, actually. Yeah. <laughs> One of them is literally in this house with us yep. as we speak, man. But yeah, man, that's that was a very, very touchy subject, man. And 
I think we tackled that the right way. Yeah. Now, um, just to just because I'll read the second part of the post, it says I really feel like the fiance was in a lose lose situation. If she broke her stepdaughter's trust, she could hang that up for life. But now she got ghosted and she's no longer a fiance. That's tough. That's a fact, man. See, either way it go, I feel like it probably would have went wrong. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a lose lose situation. Either way you go, man. man. I got something to talk about, bro. Oh, definitely. So we gonna do that. All right, so you said you wanted to talk about something? Yes, okay. So today, actually, or matter of fact, nah, yesterday I was watching one of my friend's stories on Snapchat, right? Mm -hmm. There's a footage that has went viral in the Buffalo, New York area um, of one of the teachers. I will not say the name, but um, man, they were walking in a classroom and we read a lot of heavily race involved books. Uh So I think one of the students walked into the classroom or something, I don't know the context, so don't bash me if I get it wrong. But all I know is she was like, my nigga. And she was a white teacher. So mm -hmm. she literally just said, my nigga. The clip has went viral. It's been on Facebook. I've seen it on Facebook, bro. I've seen it in a lot of places. And um, they actually made a petition to get her up out of there. So how do you feel about that? That that sounds appropriate. She don't need to be teaching. Okay, I got another, I don't know, I got another story about a teacher after this. But I don't um, know if it was from a book or anything. It don't matter. It don't matter. You, well, might, yeah, you, that's should, true. you shouldn't be saying, I don't care. I don't understand why white people have a uh, a problem with understanding the fact that you can't say the N word. Cause all right, now peep this. Be, they be, uh, their argument is always, "Well, you guys say it to each other." All right, let me break it down to you. But that's okay, cause Jesus is. <laughs> <you know? laughs> no, all right. So, so l- let me break it down to you. All right, what do you call your mom? Mom. Okay. What does my father call your mom? That. Okay, by her actual government name, right? Mm. That's because they are peers. They are on the same level. Facts. You can't call your mom Yvette. Facts. <laughs> okay, so if y'all missed the illustration there, we black. If we choose to call each other, I'm not going to say whether it's right or wrong, but if we choose to call each other that, we can do that because we in the same peer group. Y'all can't say that. That word is off limits to you guys. Don't, don't, I'm like that whole, who you guys say it? Yeah, we do. So what? You can't. Man, yeah, bro. They, they, I literally, I ain't gonna lie, I signed that petition too because, bro, it, you know, oh man, I'm not, matter of fact, I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it too much. But, um, when I was about to graduate, I almost didn't graduate because of this teacher. Oh, um, yeah, high school. We talking oh. high school, we talking high school, man. And it was, I remember we had the senior group chat. Man, many, many people were going to fail. And that people was calling her a bad teacher. It was terrible, my guy. Like, so you know was she I'm racist saying? or y'all just stupid? We don't know. And apparently... <laughs> you don't know. Apparently, well, no, listen. Apparently, this wasn't the first time where they had a fiasco like this or her, you know, using racial slurs in the classroom. Oh, so, so she got a history and it's just the first time I got caught on camera. Though. I guess so. It's crazy, bro. Like, you know, they and I guess they trying to get her up out of here. I signed that petition because you almost failed me. You almost failed I be, me. T- I, I be telling people, these it's the 21st century. You can't do what you did 
Facts. Ain't, ain't nothing's in private anymore. <laughs> Bro, I remember. I remember. I ain't gonna lie. Actually, nah. I might get canceled for this. I don't really care though. I think you remember back in the well, w- I do. <laughs> you remember back in the WWE? Yeah. Where um. That's right. Vince, they used to Vince like, McMahon used to say that. They used he used to be like my nigga and like slap people up. I ain't gonna lie. I used to think it was funny. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I was never really I, that. I ain't gonna hold you. He was younger. And we, Facts. Yeah. But now, as we get older, I mean, it's different. Once you once Time, you really learn the facts, he can never get away with that these days. Once you learn the history, because when we was younger, we never—I mean, we knew of slavery and in, in our past, but we never knew. We knew that. We knew the uh, you know, the background of the N word, and we knew that white people used to call us that, and we knew that, hey, we call each other that now. Yeah, but we but didn't. We never. We really, never like looked at it in a complex way. Because be honest, did you have white friends when you was younger that you, they used to say that to you? You never had white friends that say that said nah, that to you. Nah. I went to private school. White kids used to say that all the time, and I'd be like, "Yo, like, I, I'm I'm not with that. Like, yeah, mm. it just I don't even. And I don't care if you saying it like, like, oh, you're a. Mm. I don't care if you saying like, oh, what's up, my like. I I don't care if you saying it in like an endearing manner. I just feel like. Yeah. Under under that endearment is some low key like I get to say it and this is how I feel like I, I ain't with that big homie. Yeah, because yo, <clears throat> it's crazy. You know what? I just had a situation like this, and um, I was in this. I got put in this group chat, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my boy, uh, if you're watching, because I'll probably when this gets like uh, when we put this podcast out, you'll probably watch it. But my boy JDF, um. You know, he don't live where I live. He stays somewhere else. But, uh, you know, he put me in his group chat full of, like, rappers. And he was like, yo, I want you guys all on the same track. It's, like, six of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we would do, like, random freestyles while, you know, while we were in the uh, thing. Uh-huh. While we was in the group chat. So we would, like, pull up beats. And we would, like, freestyle and send the videos back and forth to each other. This one cat, I ain't going to say his name. But, uh, you know, he was he was in, he was doing a freestyle. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, like the beat was going crazy. Yeah, he was yeah. just freestyling. And then he was just like something, something, something bigger. No, 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 nigger. And then the ER. Yes. Not only did he say that, but he said, uh, he said, I put a trigger by my nigga. And then like he said that too. So I'm just like, bro, am I tripping? So I go back and I listen a second time. I'm like, yo, this cat really said that. So I go in the group chat. I'm spazzing on. I'm spazzing on them. I'm like, yo, yeah. what's up with that? Like, why, 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 why do you feel comfortable enough to to the point where you need to say that? And not only did you say it once, but you said it twice. twice. Not only did you say er, or not only did you did you say nigga, but you said er too. Right. That's different. If you okay, if you saying if a white person is saying nigga, that's one thing. But if you saying nigger. that's another thing because. All right, let's keep our ends to a minimum. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. You're right. You're right. Back in the day, y'all know the history. I don't gotta say it. Y'all used to y'all used to use the hard ERs. So it's more offense, it's more offensive when y'all are saying, you know, when you using the ERs. So I'm just like, why do you and then it made me think if you so comfortable to say that in a group chat and you know that there's somebody in this group chat that's black, well, how how often do you, you say, say it? You're saying it at home. Yeah, your, your parents are like, probably man. saying it. Yeah, okay. Remember, we was what's the, what's the name of that thing with the random people that we be on? Omegle. Okay. Remember, oh remember we was gosh, on there bro. and the dude, it was these two white kids. They was probably about our age. Nah, they had to be high school. They um 
they get on, we, you know, they pop onto the screen or whatever. They're like, oh, you want to hear our song? You want to hear our song? I didn't say it out loud, but immediately I was like, they finna do something that I'm That's not going to trigger us. Facts. Yes. As first thing that came out of their mouth was, the, I said, okay, no, we off of this. Like, that. We got them twice, too. And they think it, they, like, they think it's a joke. Like, they'll walk, hey, what's up? Like, okay, like the Vince McMahon thing. What's up, my, like, as a joke, like, even though it's scripted. And you know what? While we on that, because that's making me mad, think about it. The fact that Booker T, uh, the, a black man, a wrestler who he said it to, the fact that we all know WWE is scripted. So the fact that you sat through rehearsals and everything and let that man say that to you, I, 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 I lose a lot of respect for him for that. Because you can't pay me all the money in the world to let some white man say, what's up, my nigga? Yeah, that's a fact, man. I can't. Yeah, man. It's just like y'all gotta realize that. Okay, when with, with the world being more sensitive and being the way it is nowadays, I can vouch for some of it. Some of the stuff, man. Y'all just be a little some some little wussies about. But with situations like this, yeah, that's a fact. We gotta be sensitive to stuff like that now because, you know, not only do are we older now and we understand the history behind it. But at the same time, you got to like he like you said, times are changing. You can't do the same stuff that you used to do back in the day when we was like three and four years old. And people young. people always say like when Trump got it, like, they're like, oh, racism's back. Right. Da, 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 da. Racism never went nowhere. That's a fact. It was just racists were scared because they like from I watched a documentary about white supremacy. And for some reason, white people really well, white supremacists. Let me specify white, white supremacists for some reason feel like when Obama got elected president. Like, I guess all black people is going to decide, hey, we're going to kill all the white people, which we ain't never been on that type of time. Y'all been doing on that type of time. <laughs> we really ain't thinking about y'all. That's so, like, when Trump got elected, they all, you know, that's when you had the whole uh, rise in white pride and white Storm, nationalism. Bro, and all they that. literally stormed the Capitol. Stormed the Capitol. And, like, like, what? Y'all bold. Y'all some real bold people. Yeah. So, like, I, it's not that racism is back. It's just that they not they not scared no more. So, they going to be out here. And they don't respect Biden. I, I ain't gonna say that never. Yes, I, I barely respect Biden. Biden be tripping sometimes some of the decisions he make. But um, yeah, that's just nah. I'm not with white people saying that in any context. People be like, "Would you be mad if Eminem said?" Yes, I would. I'm on my Capital Steve's type timing, man. Y'all, man, the government be tripping. Everybody be tripping nowadays. I just don't feel like, you know. And you're right. People don't even like to hide it anymore. People like to show their racism. Usually they 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 try to hide it, but now it's just it's out there. And you know what's care. crazy? America is like so like how do I put it? America is so we done gave the world the playbook on racism because I don't even know what happened in Canada a few like months ago, like a month or two ago. But there was riot and protest in Canada. Why was this man in the streets of Canada, uh, in the middle of a riot or a protest, whatever it was, carrying a Confederate flag? That don't have nothing to do with Canada. My gosh, man. And we all know what that flag stands for. So why, why is we America has given the world the playbook on racism? Yeah. And what's crazy, and it's crazy that you brought that up. Uh, so you guys may not notice about me, but I'm like alternative or goth, you know, or emo or whatever you guys want to call me. Because I know y'all don't know the differences between that because y'all some bozos. But OK, let's get into it. Let's so not, let's not attack our audience. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. But um basically I was on I was on TikTok earlier, right? And um I saw this dude and it was just like try not to not try not to like nod your head. And you know, he was an emo cat just listening to music. And um 
it was like try not to you know rock bob your head to this rock music he's listening to rock music i'm knowing some of the songs and so i'm like i'm jamming with him uh before the video was over he like pick up his phone and he goes to the back and you know he do got a confederate flag hanging up in his room and then i look in the comments and people are like yeah man rock on you know we love that flag and i'm just like are you kidding me i remember uh shout out to my eighth grade teacher miss lecky um she always used to tell us like don't let people tell you that that flag is about states rights because that's how they try and play they'll be like oh i'm not racist the confederate flag is about states rights yes okay sure you win that argument it's about states rights to own slaves so don't tr like don't try and make it something that's not or make it lesser than what it is Facts, that we man. everybody you know what that flag stand for we know what it stand for i don't understand and then right when y'all when people are racist if you're gonna be racist bro just be racist stop trying to sugarcoat it we already know you know nah, you I'm know saying? the thing is though and this is you know the most dangerous kind of racist is the person that don't know that they racist and honestly yeah. it's, it's a lot of i remember you were telling me about like one of somebody i you know i can't yeah. put it out there but i remember you was telling it's me it's a lot of people like who that. don't know that they are um and you know the, the crazy thing that trips me out when i think about the confederate flag and like the south and all the monuments they have is peep this the confederate for the confederate the civil war sorry the civil war lasted four years i believe not only did it last four years um i don't know if they if the south is aware of this but the south lost mm what other country builds monuments and statues to losers <laughs> and leaves them up for hundreds of we are still tearing down confederate monuments to this day like what who does that who 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 loses and then you know your victor decides but you know what we gonna let y'all build statues matter of fact we gonna build statues with y'all yeah man that's that's a little but then you gotta take into consideration that a lot of those people in that war was white no but I'm, I'm but i'm saying like it don't matter it's just the like you how do you what other situation can you think of where the winner was where the sorry where the loser was rewarded that's true you know like I, well i came to the conclusion a long time ago that most people have like america they they i'll say crap on us us being black people like intentionally because you know i think about like we've been asking about reparations for years and um, they always hit us with the, oh, there's no money for that or da 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 But when COVID hit, y'all was able to come up with trillions of dollars to send everybody, you know, a couple thousand dollars. Thanks. Or a lot of people don't notice under the Reagan administration in the 90s, Italians actually received reparations for uh, uh, hangings that happened in the 1800s. So the same time black people was being terrorized, Italians were being terrorized. And in the 80s, they decided, you know what? Let's get an Italian's reparation. Matter of fact, every other group that has ever been terrorized by America has got reparations. The Japanese Americans received them for being in internment camps in World War II. Uh, they even gave Jewish people uh, reparations, and America didn't even do nothing to them. We was helping y'all over there. Right, with Germany and all right. that. Right, it's mess, like man. they've, uh, it, it just, it pisses me off to even think about it. Like, for people that, and then people be like, oh, black people always try to be like, you say you built this country. That we literally did. Yeah built this like if you look at black inventions it cut out slavery even if we say you know we gonna disregard say we gonna just talk about what's been invented by black people this this world after would slavery not, would not be where it's at if it was not for black people it wouldn't i guarantee y'all that man black people invented the elevator the traffic light uh the, it's 
Um, peanut butter. No, I'm playing. But yeah, peanut, peanut butter. butter. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out George Washington Carver, man. I just had a PB and J a couple days ago. I had one yesterday. Yeah, you the OG. But yeah, man, it's just, it's just it just sucks to see that even years later, four hundred years, four hundred years later, after all of the slavery, after all of the hardships and everything, things are still the same. Things have not changed. But with all that being said, before we change topics, I do want to. Um, this is what's going on in the news currently. Uh, shout out to, um, let me say, uh, Judge. Let me say that again. Judge, I got to find it. I forgot. Ken, Ketanji Brown Jackson. She's a Supreme Court Justice uh, nomination. She's going through her confirmation trials right now. She's a black woman, and she is on that stand, standing strong every single day. The ignorant white men throwing her a bunch of dumb, uh, dumb questions, and she's taking it like a G. So shout out to her. Black women, the most beautiful thing in the world. And it's Women's History. It's Women's Month. Yes, sir. National Women's Month. It's so. her. It's her story. That's shout what I'm saying. Out, shout her out story. to all of the. Well, yeah, I'm gonna say shout out to all of the women, but shout out to all the I'm gonna women, be specific. But shout out to black women, man. Black women, black queens, we love y'all. We, you know, shout out to y'all, even though it's a month. No matter past, what we black said black at the beginning month. of the episode, we love y'all. <laughs> at yeah, the end man. of the day, we love y'all. We want y'all to know that we love y'all. You know what? We love to. Facts, man. I don't discriminate, but you know, black um, women. Shout out to y'all. Okay, so while we on the topic of teachers going from the racist teacher, this is something that actually I heard it before, but you brought it up when we was in the car with your mom like last week. Mm. A teacher and her husband were arrested. Oh my gosh, bro. Oh my god, it's so nasty. They were arrested for putting her husband's semen in cupcakes and serving them to the children. EDP 445. We're gonna have to put the uh, explicit on this, I think, on this episode too. But, um, yeah, uh, l- let me tell you this. There is no way I'm heading up to that school and leaving in anything less than handcuffs. That's a fact. You get, bro, you are getting obliterated. Why? First of all, I want to know how, how did they, how did they you solve You have it? to, be, do you know? I'm, I'm not. I'm actually not sure. I've, I got. I, I'm, I I'm looking reading, at it I right reading now. The article. I was like, "Gee, ah. but you have to be a a sick individual to. What's that conversation like? What you doing, hun? Oh, nothing. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'll put give, give it. Like what? That is, dude. The world we live in is so sick and twisted. It's like my my heart breaks for those parents because. How and them you, kids, and the kids, and the kids too. Mostly, mostly the kids, man. But you know, nah, but you know what? In a crazy way, and I hope I don't get uh, misinterpreted by this, but like I feel worse for the for the parents because the kids are young. So the kids, and when they get older, they'll understand. Like, yo, this effed up thing happened to me. But the parents is like, they know what happened. They know what's going on. They know what kids probably. Them kids probably don't even know what semen is because I do believe they're young children. So it's just like, oh my god, it was disgusting. And uh, she's a teacher. Her husband's a deputy. So the point I'm mean, like, the two of like probably the two most important jobs in our society, and you know they doing stuff like that. Man, and they're saying I'm literally reading this right now. Investigators later found nude photos of them with minors. Are you serious? Yes. Man, like first of all, I really I gotta look at that later, but. 
how did y'all solve that case? How did y'all crack it? I, I just, I need to know. It's probably in the article, but I'm not going to get into that because we're doing a podcast right now. But my guy, are you are you serious? Like, you really took the time out of your day to be like, hmm, maybe I'll just put yeah, some yeah, of my bodily be, yeah. fluids in a cupcake. I know how you was going to word that. <laughs> you, you did good. Yeah. But, are uh, you serious? Like, yo, that's, that's, cr- that's like, that's beyond... I, I don't even know what word to use. In 20 years, I've, I've uh, seen a lot of disgusting things that people have done, people have, <laughs> people have said, people have whatever. But when you bring kids into the equation, yes. now it's one thing if you give that to an adult, which well, is still terrible. Uh, yeah. yeah okay, but I but see, that's see, a kid. I see where you're coming from, yeah. That is a kid. Like, are you... Oh man, y'all gotta y'all gotta be some sick, twisted people to do. I something I mean, and like that's that. why I feel like a lot, like a lot of times you hear about young parents of young children having anxiety because you send your kids out into the world, whether it's daycare, whether it's school, it could even be their uncle house or their right. auntie house. Excuse me, you don't you you, you don't know what they're gonna tr- do. You're entrusting your child with someone else who is not related to them in the case of school or daycare, and then to find out that they do something like this, that's I would be scarred. And for y'all would. parents, man, I'm scarred for y'all. That's crazy, man. And I, I'm not prayers go out to all of y'all that even was victims of that. Yes, because that 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 is trauma. That's trauma, man. Like, and I really, I hope that y'all. I don't know if y'all done told y'all kids yet. I hope not because they probably, like I, like you said, they probably still don't understand. That's a conversation you have when they old. Either okay, older. here's if I was in that situation. Would you? I don't even know if I would want to let my kids know that. I wouldn't. If they don't know what's going on, I would. I would. I wouldn't tell them. You know, they'd be like, "What happened to Mrs. Dana? She's not our teacher anymore." Okay, well, that there goes a life lesson. Um, she did something bad, and she has to suffer the consequences. I got a question though. What? I'm sitting here thinking, if one of them teachers had HIV, okay, listen, no, 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 I don't even want to get into that. Can you can't the kids? Yeah, get? okay, yeah, but we ain't even gonna get into that. That's we're like, not even gonna go that far. But um, yeah, it's just that that's that's tough, man. You entrust your kids with people and they do oh, Jesus wow. Christ. Anyway, I wasn't expecting even expecting to go there. We only got like a couple <laughs> minutes left in the episode. I don't even know how to end that episode. You got any good news? <laughs> I got a performance coming up. Yes, Norm's a rapper. He got a performance coming up. Um, if you're in a Buffalo area, well, mm. Norm put it, Norm put it on all uh, his Snapchat and yeah, my Instagram. So, yeah, so you guys will have all the details. Um, once again, I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Yeah, it's wild, bro. It is wild. Uh, man, but like we tell y'all every episode, if y'all got any questions or if y'all want us to talk about anything, please send it to our DM at the All Over Podcast. On Absolutely. Instagram. Um, we would love to talk about what you guys want to talk about. We would love to hear about what you guys have to say. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We would love to hear feedback. Um, and yeah, man, this this is this is a journey that we're all gonna go on. And you if know? you click the link in our bio, if you hit the uh, on the, we have a link tree um, URL in our bio on Instagram at the All Over Podcast. Mm-hmm. If you hit that link and then hit Anchor, you can actually leave voice messages for us and we can play them in the podcast because we want you guys to feel like this is your podcast as much as it is ours we, nice. we want to interact with you guys we want to know what your thoughts are we want y'all to tell us um you know what y'all want to hear because i ain't gonna lie sometimes the internet be boring and we'll be having topics and then we talk about weird stuff like, like we did this. and then get in a bad mood and 
Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That disturbed me. Yeah, that is very Like, when I read that article, it, it was just horrible. And to think of that that's not even the only thing that, that, that they did. Like, that's really disturbing. Okay, let's stop talking about that because I, you know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, shout prayers to Ukraine. Um, yeah, mm. everything that's going on over there. You yeah, want you wanted sure. them? You wanted them? Mad about them black people? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to feel about that. I'm, I'm kind of iffy with y'all Ukrainians, but I mean, yeah, prayers to y'all. I don't wish death hey, on anybody. Remember when uh, Hurricane Harvey came and flooded Texas? Didn't you send thoughts and prayers to them? You did, uh huh. Texas is like big racist. True. But you don't know if the people that were affected by you were racist. Exactly. That's what I'm saying with Ukraine. So, like, to be like, uh, I don't really care about that. It's people there that's not hurting that ain't had nothing to do with that's them blocking true. the border off. So, that's, that's why. True. I wasn't going to say that on here, but, yeah. Prayers um, to y'all, man. Yeah. Either way you go. Prayers I, to y'all. I don't yeah. wish death or grief or pain to anybody. So. Yeah. And I, I know I said don't attack the audience. But if you're one of those people that's, like, African-Americans, that's like, oh, I don't care about Ukraine because of what they did to them people blocking... It wasn't every single Ukrainian doing that. And so if you're withholding whatever positive energy or thoughts or blessings or prayers that you can send to them people just because of the actions of a few, you need to look at yourself. That's a fact, man. Like I said, I don't I I don't wish, you know, despair or pain or grief on anybody. And I know y'all going through a rough time. So with all of that, man, yeah, I, I know, you know, you know, I don't even know, man. Yeah. But yeah. Let your while let your smile change the world. Don't let it be the other way around. Yeah. Um. Whew, this one was heavy. Was it heavier than last week? Yeah, I think so. Last, nah, I think this one took more of an emotional toll. I think last week was kind of just like, did they really say that? Did they? Really? Actually, no. Like, like I said in the beginning of the episode, I want to thank you all for the positive feedback because I didn't think I, I really thought, thought was gonna a get lot more of negative than. Yeah, people have been telling, like, keep going. Y'all sound so good together. And then, like, y'all don't even know what that did to me as a, and I, I mean, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure Nora feels similar, but like, as a ho- as the host of this thing, a person who was stepping out in the podcast and like, to get all the positive feedback that I did. Yo, that's a fact. It and was, You're oh, going to get that feeling a lot more because it's the same with music. Every, every single time, I don't even want to just like, I know we talking about the podcast, but I just want to talk about that feeling that you get. Yeah. If any of y'all are working on a craft or working on anything and just to get just to get positive feedback from people and tell people like how much your words is like impacting them and just people listening to what you have to say. That's a blessing in itself right there, man. Absolutely, so, you know, absolutely. you know, you're going to get that feeling, feeling a lot more, bro. So, and like yeah, I, <laughs> I was telling Norm before we started recording, I was like, this is the second episode. And I'm still nervous. I feel the same way I did when we recorded the first one. Facts. But I, I'm working on it, though, because I do realize because when I get nervous, I talk really fast. So, so um, I hope, you know, if I'm talking fast, I won't try to DM me like, yeah, bro, like slow it down. Just be chill. Like. You know, bear with us, man. It's only the second episode. Yes, bear with us. We're gonna get this audio situation right. We're gonna get you know our the flow of the show right. We're gonna get man. If y'all if y'all heard something in the background too, our apologies, bro. We it's are a- actually it's a it's a we in the middle of a family gathering. We had to move up front. They got music playing, they playing cards. So if y'all get some backup background noise, we yeah, we do That's apologize. Our bad. That's our bad, man. We just thank y'all for sticking around, man. You yes, we, we are truly grateful for y'all, man. The All Over Podcast, Episode 2. We out. Peace, love, and blessings. Love y'all. Peace.